Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And we are so excited to be joined today by leadership mentor, business strategist, and spiritual badass, Sarah Delane. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. And I just love the two of you. Ambrosia, you were just such a badass. <laughs> oh, thank you, love. So are you. Ambrosia is a badass. She will F you up. <laughs> In the her. best way. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Um, well, since, since you're new to the show, it's your first time being here. We would love if you would share a little bit about your story and, you know, what led you to get on the path that you're on now. (laughs) Okay. We're starting there. Um, so I'll start with the, what really the, the pivotal point for me was, um, having a near death experience that I have, um, reframed to the night that I took a magic carpet ride. So that was um, really when I want to say everything, any, any empathic or just sort of natural intuitive abilities before that, growing up, having dreams, I always had those sort of like lucid, very intense uh, dreams. But then having that experience kind of felt like, well, you almost die and then it's like the rebirth. And so there was a full like Kundalini awakening. Um, but I felt at the time just really, really confused, really not connected to myself and not in my body and not really, there was a lot of different transitions that were happening at, in my life at that time. Um, and I was running away from myself. I was self-medicating. I was doing all the things, right? I was 25. <laughs> so, um, but that is, I want to say, really like that pivotal point that, you know, reawakened or if anything, any of the barriers or the, you know, the sensitive sort of cushions that we put around us as we continue growing up, like all those felt like they got stripped away. And so now I was all of a sudden hypersensitive. I could see things. I could hear things. I could know things. I was getting even deeper visions and dreams. And I was waking up at the middle of the night and um, just a rather intense experience that I don't really wish upon anybody. Um, And yet I'm also very grateful at the same time because it, it really did, you know, redirect me onto a much higher path. I was not going down a path of, consciousness or, or health or self-love at all in that particular process. So that's, I want to say where I consider, you know, it was like a new beginning. So Mm -hmm. I really consider my journey truly beginning at that point. 
Um, because before that, I, like I said, I really didn't feel, I was running away from myself and I didn't have that connection to myself. So that was like, okay, I need to now get one reconnected, but also now I have a clear understanding that there is something way bigger going on in the world and in consciousness. And I needed to, there was just this new um, drive and this spark that was lit up within me to figure out exactly what that was and, and, and make sense of it and have a true understanding of just who I was as a person. But then this bigger, you know, call it source spirit, God, I don't care really what anybody puts a name on it anymore, but that massiveness, I call it source. I call it oneness. I call it consciousness now. So yeah, that's where it all started. (laughs) That's beautiful. I think that's, um, that's a big shift to happen. And that is a life changing event. But I feel like when you are going down a path, that's not serving you, you need to have a life changing event that happens because maybe you won't get the message otherwise. Unfortunately, I, I'm, you know, I do my best to not be as stubborn anymore, but I want to say that I was definitely a very intense, stubborn child. And so spirit was like, okay, <laughs> we just need to like slap you upside the head. Like, like she's not getting it. Like <laughs> it's like that meme. That's like, you know, all your spirit guides are like looking at you as you keep making the same mistakes, like over and over and over again. And finally, you know, I had to almost, you know, die to get there. And that, and I, to me, like I say, it was all self-induced, you know, it was a, uh, not intentional, but Mm self-induced, meaning I take full responsibility. Now I can't blame it on anybody. Like I was the one doing drugs and alcohol and partying until like 6am all night. And, you know, that's, that's the life that I was living, but that was also, um, I had to get really clear on what I was running away from and the pain and the hurt coming from different toxic um, family environments of living with my grandmother. I also spent a lot of time in the entertainment industry and that's one of the most cutthroat as far as like competitive and just pitting women against each other and just all mm-hmm. of the things, you know, picking at you. Like it's a, it's an industry that's not really supportive of self-love as much, yeah. as much as there's some beautiful parts to it. Um, it doesn't, yeah. I think having mental awareness and uh, spiritual awareness and higher consciousness is something that's become more of a common conversation now, but not when I was experiencing that at the time. I mm. told my agent manager, I was like, okay, I'm putting everything on hold, right? Huge, successful business on hold. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, you're taking a spiritual journey. You're taking a, a soldier. Like it wasn't a like, you know, like that's such yeah. a common statement now. Like everybody's like, I'm going to Sedona. I'm going, you know, I'm having a Sarah. I'm going to a journey. I'm going to talk to my shaman, like whatever. It's so common now at the time I was like, I must be insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Totally. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I was just going to say, I, I love like what you're, it's, it's really interesting with the entertainment industry. It's like the thing that we're all not to go off on a tangent about the entertainment industry, but it is, it is such an important thing to, to talk about and recognize because like we're all, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I'm, I'm very aware of this and I'm very addicted to my phone. I'm very much mm. on TikTok. And, you know, recently I've been made aware. It's like, oh my gosh, like there are body filters. There are all of these things oh, yeah. that are, are not, not just filters? face filters, body fil- video body filters. Where, oh, I didn't know about this one. <laughs> well, can but, I increase my bus? Right, exactly. <laughs> Y'all are about to see a lot more of me. 
Go ahead. Sorry. Apparently yeah. you can. <laughs> and and I, but I, it's just, it's just the, these kind of false ideas, one of, of how to love ourselves, right? Like we can yeah. only love ourselves if we fit into this unrealistic, um, image yeah. that nobody is nobody is it's just we we mm-hmm. all think we have to be to be loved so we we force ourselves to appear mm-hmm. that way and then the other thing is like this idea of you know like programming our brains to believe that uh everything that we do like it has to be for some sort of clout or some value right like mm-hmm. otherwise if we don't document it or it, it doesn't it's not salacious in some way mm-hmm. or calling someone out or then it's not valuable and it, it's so I, I think this is a really big thing that we're gonna have to heal over the next, you know, several years because um, it's just such a. I know we were talking about like uh, reprogramming the mind right before yeah. we hopped on, and I'm just curious your your thoughts on that. Um, so thoughts on what exactly, like what we're gonna have to reprogram, or where where our social consciousness is going? <laughs> yeah. So thoughts on the thoughts on where we are and where we're going with all of that in terms of, and then thoughts on how we might be able to take control of mm. that and allow ourselves to love ourselves more authentically rather than from this unrealistic image or ideas mm-hmm. that are being put out there on social media. Yeah. The perception of like what you, what you think, it's not even what we think right? Like if, if we really break it down, it's what society tells us that we should think. Yeah. So all of those stereotypes and, and as women, um, you know, and some of the gentlemen as well, but, um, those who identify as a woman in this life, we've been programmed with that since Barbie, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, Barbie, and her and, and, oh, <laughs> 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 but yes. Right. And especially, I mean, so Cinderella was one of my favorites, right? But I still think it's fascinating that, you know, there was Beauty and the Beast and, and or no, excuse me, and Sleeping Beauty, right? And she's like passed out in a coma and she needs a man to come and save her in order for her to like get out of her own shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, is that really the metaphor that we were put, you know, metaphorically sleeping? Right, right. Um, and now I think even Disney is, I just read an article about this, which I'm, I'm not mad at, right? But we need to remember like the, how overly sensitive we are. And yet there's a lot of things in our culture and um, that we've, we've just passed over within history, within a lot of things. We've really wiped over um, some things that, that I feel like really need to change based on um, just history um, and how we've been programmed. So I think Disney now is pulling, I think it's Snow White, because he comes over the ride at Disneyland, he comes over to kiss her. That's another one, right? He has to wake her up through a kiss, mm-hmm. but she didn't consent to that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now they're yeah. pulling. So yeah. it's it's just it's fascinating. On we are in a different culture now, right? We've expanded. Our consciousness is evolving. We as humans are evolving hopefully the majority of us, those, those who have growth as a goal, that's not for everybody. Right. And no judgment either way, but those that have that desire that find that spark within them to say, okay, there's more, I want to learn more Then yes, we're looking at all of these different pieces back from Disney, back from Barbie and like how the, the conditioned response to then take that into social media and what 
what we're expecting to give us happiness, to give us yeah. those excitatory responses in our brain, right? That's all dopamine. So you're either going to try to get dopamine from a bunch of likes on your phone, or you can go post something, not worry about the likes, and then go hit the gym and you're going to get dopamine. Mm -hmm. So if we can like re-strategize, well, one, if we can have awareness on what we're really just as, as human beings, what we're desiring from a situation without making it wrong, because it doesn't mean that you shouldn't want dopamine. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't want oxytocin, which would mean I want hugs. I want cuddles. I want intimacy in relationships. Like let's not make that wrong. Let's just say, okay, where are we trying to get that in an unhealthy way? And if we can separate ourselves from like, like that's collapsing. That's if I'm going to post this, then I'm going to get this dopamine. I'm going to get love. I'm going to get um, affirmations from, you know, my value, if you will. Those are the top ones. So if we can uncollapse those and say this behavior, me posting here doesn't mean that that won't mean that I'll get love. That won't mean that I'll get happiness. First, we have to like have the awareness and then uncollapse those two and then go and give yourself the thing that can um, activate that within. Like I said, if you go to the gym, you're going to get those dopamine boosts. Um, putting into place the things to give you your own happiness, but in like putting that into action. And I think we forget that a lot of times I... I was the first one to forget that, right? It was, everything was, oh, what do people outside of me think of me? If I do this, what are you gonna, that's, that's very much what the industry also sets you up for, but that's no different than social media now. If I post this, like, is somebody gonna hate on me? If I post my opinion, is somebody gonna say something bad about me? If I, if I voice my truth, am I, is it gonna be uh, contradicted? In which case then that's gonna challenge me to wanna do it again. If I don't have the foundation of knowing my own power and knowing that that thing um, or those responses don't take away my power or give me power. So if we can separate that, then you can go and speak your truth if you want. You can share whatever you want. You can be the version of you that makes you feel most empowered, knowing that you are self-sustained in your power, that nothing outside of you is going to give you that power. Does that, did I kind of explain that in a way that hopefully it makes sense? You did. You <laughs> okay. definitely did. I mean, I, I agree with that, but also how do you get from caring mm -hmm. what people think mm -hmm. to the point of not giving a fuck? Right. How, where's, <laughs> where's the, because I, I will tell you that when we first started this podcast, somebody wrote a review and basically they called me stupid, like on the review, great podcast and be stupid. And I was yeah. like, damn, I didn't handle it well. I got very upset, but now people yeah. will say things to me like, you're going to go to hell. You're the devil. You're, you're tricking people, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I really don't care. I'm like, whatever, fine. You do you, I'll do me. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember we the do point care, at which it shifted. Bit. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes it hurts, but most of the time it's like, who are you in my life? You know, like right. a random person on the internet. Right. If it was someone I cared about, I think it's different. Yeah. But I, I find for me that this is one of the things that really holds people back from mm -hmm. living their purpose, from doing their dreams. So what would you say to someone who's right in the beginning of understanding, mm -hmm. I really care what people think. I just don't know how to shift out of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And great question. Because um, 
and full transparency, <clears throat> I still have to remind myself of this every single day because it still happens. So um, I want to preface what I'm about to say with the fact that um, there's always going to be somebody. Yeah. There's always going to be some asshole, some bitch, some whatever, full judgment of calling them a term, <laughs> like, just being real. Um, but there's always going to be somebody um, doing something. It's like, it's like, you're gonna have a bad day. You can't not have a bad day. We're human. You can't, you know, you walk outside, the wind's gonna blow. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna go be around a bunch of people. Chances are, you know, a couple of them are gonna be crazy. Literally, a couple of them are gonna be, you know, narcissistic. A couple of them are gonna be super rad, but you're gonna get mixes of people. So that being said, it's not whether or not you're gonna have this or not. It's not whether or not you're going to, you know, share who you authentically want to be and speak your voice and whether or not somebody is going to say something back to you. It's just going to happen because there's still just that in the world, right? Mm -hmm. We live in a dualistic structure until we all go back to oneness. (laughs) There's always going to be this awesome light side and then this like other deep shadow side. And so if we can be observers and stand in the center and not swing too far to being like, okay, now my emotions are getting upset because of this thing that happened in this shadowy area, but acknowledge it for being shadow, mm-hmm. which is just the lack of the light. Mm-hmm. And if you're over here in the light and you're like having a super blissed out badass day, it doesn't mean that you're judging yourself for all your shadow stuff that we all still have. It just means you're over here right now, the absence of the shadow. So sometimes you're going to go over here and you're going to be like, fuck, I'm back in my shadow again. <laughs> it's going to happen. And then you're going to go back over here and be like, oh, God, thank God, it feels so much better over here. <laughs> so the fact is, is we're a pendulum, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to swing. And so the name of the game, if you will, is not whether you're going to be in shadow or whether you're going to be in light. It's how quickly can you fucking swing? Like if you're over here, how quickly can you recognize, okay, I'm over here. I'm in my shit. I'm going to honor the fact that I'm in my shit. And then I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a little bit of love. I'm going to bring awareness to it. I'm going to bring love to it. And then this is where most people get stuck in the sort of complacency with the self-love. Okay. I do. I do think that there's a little bit of, um, I hate how everything is like toxic masculinity, toxic positivity, (laughs) but there's a little bit of like the toxic self-love. Yeah. What I mean by that though is we can stay in complacency of, okay, well now I just, I love myself for being in my shadow and I can just continue loving myself for being in my shadow rather than moving back to, okay, take some actions that will like, and I mean, literal physical actions. I don't Mm -hmm. care if that's get up and move and dance and change your state. Uh, it, It depends obviously on the situation of what it is that you're wanting to do or build or grow or whatever, right? You could call a friend, you could go work out, you could, um, you know, create an awesome post to then post it, like take action that then is going to move you into the emotion or the desired state that you want. That's going to give you the feeling that you want. We, this is, this is one of the mastery of being an actor is knowing how to master the emotions Right. And those swings in between. But just because somebody's an actor doesn't like 
it's understanding human behavior. So any human, as long as you identify with human on this planet and you have thoughts and you have feelings and you have belief systems, then you can be the master of your emotions. And that comes down to choice. So you can be over here in your sticky shit and you can be like, this doesn't feel good. Your power is in the choice to move out of that and into something that you do want. And that is literally as simple as making a choice and then moving into the desired state. All you have to do is remember a moment that you actually felt blissed out, happy, joyful, excited or anything, and then choose that. It's a just moving into the emotion, right? So it's an easy action. Um, It's a hard thing to do when you really want to hold on to your shit, (laughs) when you really want to like, I, I was, um, tell, I made a video about the, I don't know, Ambrosia, if you saw, I make, um, on Instagram, I always do a live stream, um, every week. Now it's every two weeks. I've been doing it for over four years. And so I full transparency. I was like, I was stuck in my own loop. I was over here in the shadow. I was making up a lot of negative belief systems Okay. I used to have the same one. Everybody used to call me stupid too. It's because I went to different school systems and I never, it was all through Europe. And so it was like, well, why doesn't she know this? European teaches way more advanced than in America. So I was always not smart. Mm. Right. (laughs) So that being said, somebody's always going to say something that's going to trigger your, the insecurity that you've always had from the core moment of when you first believed that when you were a kid. Yeah. Somebody's always going to do that until you can say, okay, I can give a little love to that part and then I can choose something else. So I was totally stuck in my loop. I was making things. It was, oh, it was reactivating. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I don't feel powerful. Like I was in it for, uh, with all the tools that I know how to do to get myself out. I was still, and this is where I have, and I'm going to say this to everybody, but I equally have to say it to myself. In that moment, you have to say, if I'm not getting out of it myself, I am then choosing it. Mm. So you're either choosing to stay in it or you're choosing to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's the power that we have. Nobody can make you feel anything. And the quicker that we remember that that's our power, the quicker that then we can say, oh, if I'm not feeling that, or if I'm not, if I don't like this feeling over here, not bypass It doesn't mean squash down the feeling and be like, okay, I'm just going to choose something else. You still have to acknowledge what is. You still have to give love to what is. And if you can imagine that version of you like a child and it's like, okay, well, what would a child need? Does it need a fucking hug? Then go give yourself a fucking hug. What does it need in that moment? And then once you give yourself that thing, then you can be like, okay, what do I want to choose now? And then just move into that. But you have to be willing to give this up over here. You have to be willing to say, I don't want to choose this anymore. I want to choose this now. That is your power, but you have to be willing to make that statement and then the action in doing it. And you might swing back again a couple of times and be like, fuck, I'm over here again. And then you may swing back again and be like, I made it. Okay, cool. And then you're going to trip and then you're going to move back over here, right? So again, the name of the game is just how quickly can you recognize that you're here and then move into something else. That's the only game anybody needs to remember. Whenever you're in your shit, how quickly can you recognize it and then move into what you really want? That was a lot. Mm. Did that make sense? No, that was, yeah. 
That was great. I don't even know. Did I answer the question? I don't yeah, remember the did. question, but I think you did because um, people on Facebook were like sending in paragraphs, like at like being like, yes, like cool. Uh, cool. Everyone. And, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I. I'm not saying anything that anybody doesn't already innately know. Mm-hmm. Here's what create. Here's here's what. When I learned how neural networks, like our neurons and our brain and all that stuff, how they're created, then I remember that repetition, reminding ourselves, saying the same thing. Sometimes we need to hear it 10 times. Sometimes we're really stubborn and we need to hear it more than 10 times (laughs) in order to really make it a mastery. It's like playing any game. It's like practicing anything. You're not going to be perfect at it the first couple of times. These are like building muscles. It's going to the gym. Are you fit by the time you get to the gym? Absolutely not. Okay. Like it takes a minute to get those good peach goals, you know, like it's not going to happen on day one. So the more that you stay consistent, keep going, then you're building those muscles. So love that everybody's like, absolutely. Yes. And for some people, they're probably like, I already know that it's like, yes, cool. And let this be your reminder today. And then go into tomorrow. And when you forget, let it be your reminder. Cause the more that we can just keep practicing those positive, um, emotions, positive thoughts, we're creating positive neural networks. And the more that we can do that, that's what overrides all the negative Barbie, Disney, like lack of self-love, like all of the shadow neural networks and patterns and programs that we have. Yes, there's processes, there's techniques to release those. But when you do what, what really, really overrides the, I'm just going to say undesired, right? To really move you into those higher states of consciousness and creating those neural, those positive neural ones and really raising your vibration, if you will, like that's the, that's the figurative term. This is the literally how you do it. Practice more of what you want, run those programs. It's literally like driving a car down a road more times than driving the car down this road. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're just rewiring and that takes consciousness and that takes the mastery. And in that moment, if you can recognize when, when you can recognize that you're driving the car over here, Yeah. You're like, GPS. It's like your GPS is wrong, right? So you need to reset your calibration of what you want. What does that do to then kind of come full circle to your answer? What I'll say what I believe. Um, And this is my like just super nerdy, like just what I see. And really honestly, like the vision that I got when I was having panic attacks, waking up every single night from PTSD of a near-death experience. And I got this vision of these steps of rising in consciousness. Mm. It was just this vision. It took me 10 years to then find the information to help people tangibly do that. Mm. So I got this vision of what it is. There are levels. So um, it's one of the the areas that I learn and geek out on and then also teach are these steps of spiral dynamics. So I'm curious if anybody knows. So have a like raise hand if they've ever heard of spiral dynamics and it's levels of consciousness. Um, Are they associated with colors? They are. It's like a funnel. It's like a vortex. 
right? And then the top one I think is, so the top one is turquoise, but then there's another, those are the um, primary eight. There's ones above that. Let's just get to eight. (laughs) Um, And it doesn't mean, here's what I want to remind everybody. So anybody who does know, um, you'll probably, this will make sense, but especially anybody who doesn't know, because when we talk about the tiers of the levels of consciousness, um, oftentimes our ego wants to be like, okay, well, let me find out what tier I am on. And am I above somebody else or am I below somebody else? Or right. Like we want to classify ourselves so that we can feel good about where we are. Right. (laughs) Or maybe feel bad if we think that we're not high. Right. Some people are still operating primarily at like level two, right. Or tier two. And there's no judgment there. So what I want to remind is that there, um, there are levels that you can enter at any given time. It's not, oh, now that I'm here, I get to stay here. Because again, if you're going to jump into shadow, you're going to be operating from here. (laughs) And so it really comes down to what is our capacity? Where, where, where are we able to get to? Doesn't mean that on some days we won't fall somewhere in between the highest point and the lowest point, or sometimes drop down to that lowest point. But it just means, okay, if my capacity only goes to tier two, then there's more growth should that be the goal. Again, everybody, it's all to each person's like soul and own desire. But if growth is your goal and if raising your consciousness or raising your vibration is your goal, then it's what capacity do you have to access awareness at all of these different tiers or levels? Mm-hmm. And the more that we can operate doing that, I'll just say, I believe because it is a belief system, but it's something, it's more than that. It's a, it's a true knowing um, that if more often, if we could operate in the higher tiers, again, doesn't mean we won't fall, but if we can do our best to be operating in the higher tiers, if we can do our best to be even rising into the higher tiers, then the consciousness, the, the expansion that's possible for relatability, for unity, for, um, uh, connection, for intimacy, for um, seeing and honoring everyone's differences while also honoring and respecting our similarities. The more that we can bridge the gap between so many cultural differences, racism, sexism, like all the things that are this like systemic problem, I believe really come down to a foundation of lack of level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. So... No make wrong, just if we all can have a goal to raising our consciousness. And here's the cool factor. Again, I believe, see if it resonates. When we each do that and when we each have a goal for that, we end up vibrating at those levels of consciousness. Mm -hmm. That becomes contagious. That becomes vibrationally contagious. You can't be operating at this higher level and then go into a room and have somebody else not have a desire to rise. Yeah. Like literally, vibrationally, metaphorically, and also based on physics. (laughs) So scientifically, like all of the things. Um, So each person who's doing that, it's like that gives, it's kind of that statement of, okay, the more that each person does it, then it gives the other person permission to do it, but it doesn't just give somebody permission to do it. It literally creates this alchemical response energetically for what's possible. It's a ripple out. Mm. So if 
the more that we can all be doing that, the more it's going to ripple out across everyone else who, let's say, is still only has the tools to operate in those lower tiers. They're going to have an insight, a spark or whatever. Why? Because I believe that a soul operates at the highest level. And every single person who is a human being on this planet has a soul. Yeah. Whether you believe, whether you're an a- atheist or, or what, it doesn't matter what you believe in, you are a soul. If you have a living, breathing, if you're in this body, you have a soul. And that soul has a desire to evolve. Each person's at the, at the core of every person, I believe, at the core of every person's soul has a di- desire for evolution. And so that evolution is to evolve up. And where I got that from is that night, I energetically reached that place. That's what I truly, truly believe. That's what I truly remember. There was no shiny white light. There was no fucking angel. There was no like beautiful, glorious, glamorous bullshit. Absolutely not. When I fell back down, here's what was a knowing for me. It's like, cool, you got to touch the sky. You got to know vibrationally what was possible, but you have no idea consciously. You don't fucking own it yet. So now you got to go back and you got to do, this is the, this is like, you don't own it until you can take those steps in doing it. Mm. So, you know, everybody kind of says like, why do you do this for people? Like, what's your biggest why? I'm going to put it in a pretty package of I'm going to help you, you know, give you the tangible tools to raise your consciousness. Yes. I'm going to give you all of those tangible tools so that then you can bring your voice and your spirit out and creating, you know, that freedom and that independence to building your business. That's the pretty package. My real why, why I'm doing it and why I love being able to teach what I teach is because I needed to reach those steps to get back home, if you will, to get, to reach back to that feeling. It was the most blissful, joyful feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. And I only have a memory of that. So I needed to find all of those steps to get back to that level tangibly, not just, oh, hi, we're here to like raise our vibration. That's fucking great. What does that mean? How do I do that? Give me the tangible steps on how do I do that? And that's what I had a desire to find. I needed to know how to actually do that, right? My, my anxiety though also, and my slight little like OCD, it was like, please give me a step I can follow. Otherwise my brain is gonna go like over here. <laughs> like give me something to like keep me on track with. And that's one of the reasons why I like teaching in technique form that you can put into practice every single day so you don't get distracted because there's enough distractions in the world that's gonna pull you out. Mm. If that makes sense. Now, I know you have a book. Is this in your book? So I have a, I haven't written a full book yet. Ooh, that's a whole other, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wrote um, the, are you talking about the stop stumbling in your yeah, stilettos? I love okay. too. Thank you. <laughs> um, it, 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 did you ever see Miss Congeniality? Yes. Yeah. You know the movie, yes. Spider, right? And she's like coming out and she's like strutting her stuff and then she fucking trips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like the best moment ever. And so like, I was like, no woman wants to trip in her heels. No woman wants to like trip in life. She doesn't, we don't want to trip. We don't want, like, we want to keep going with that momentum and we want to like, you know, feel really empowered and confident doing it, right? There's a lot of women that I 
work with that are still really confident. And yet that imposter syndrome keeps Mm -hmm. coming up even when you're super confident. Oops, sorry, hang on. I didn't put, um, so that being said, in um, it's a guide because Mm. when we get stuck is when we hit this sort of plateau and you can either hit an internal plateau or you can hit an external plateau. Your external is going to be somewhere in your business, somewhere in your professional life. You could either be at a career that you don't want to be anymore. And now you want to go become an entrepreneur and independent, or you are an entrepreneur and maybe you've like reached this point where you're like, I don't know how to grow past here. I need to like expand and I don't know what that looks like professionally. Or you can have an internal one where you've reached maybe a certain tier of your consciousness and you're like, I need to know how to get to that next level. There's something blocking. There's that like invisible ceiling that I can't get past. Mm -hmm. And so we all, again, when growth is the goal and as a soul, we're evolving, um, you're going to hit these plateaus and it can feel really disempowering when you haven't reframed it yet, knowing that the like hitting a plateau is proof that you are in progress. So you're going to feel like you're at the beginning again and you are, but you're at the beginning at another level. So it's how to navigate through that and remembering that it's like, yeah, you're starting again at the beginning, but you're not down at the bottom, but you're like, right. So to not trip up, to not get stopped, it's, what is going to be those equa- the, the simple equation to keep your mind focused, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, in there, I give one of my favorite, like just reframing techniques to kind of keep those neural, those positive neural pathways going so that you don't trip up as often. Um, and it's also really the awareness of it's calculating, okay, where am I? Am I at a plateau? Am I not? And so it's really describing what each one of those plateaus are so that you can see and assess for yourself, where am I? And then what would I need to do if I feel like I've reached this plateau personally or professionally, there's like six steps in order to like what to do, you know, and I've reached that probably the ones I can calculate the big plateaus are probably three times, right? We have these like mini plateaus as well, Mm -hmm. but like the big ones personally, professionally, probably three times I've rebranded my business. Um, I've reinvented myself. I went from being an actress to then being my own. Well, you're still an entrepreneur, but having my own business. I make more now teaching women how to like creating their business and how to to just fully step into their most empowered selves than I did making, you know, the money that they wanted to pay me to take all my clothes off. (laughs) Which one feels better? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You want me to be Barbie over here? You're going to pay me this much? Awesome. I turned down a six-figure movie deal because I didn't want to do that. I took a $50,000 pay cut on one film so that then they could hire a body double because I'm willing to do a little bit, but I'm not willing to do all of it. That's my value system for me. No shame on any girl who, like, you know, every person's value is different. Yeah. But... So now $50,000 or $100,000 empowering women to be confident in who they are and do and build whatever they want to in their life feels way better to me. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Sarah, there's like, oh my gosh, I feel like we just got like a, an awesome like TED talk or I mean, truly, and, and the comment section is like lit up. Everyone's like, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. 
I um, wish I could see. I'll have to go back in and and read it, and I'll comment to everybody. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You can go back and see, but um, yeah, I just wanted to thank you for that because it really you spoke to me on so many levels. Like, I feel like I'm going through a plateau right now, a new, you know. But it's that it's like I am going to the next level, and I hate being there. I hate it. I hate it I so know, much. It is right? the worst feeling. <laughs> <laughs> because I like the feeling of like being on my shit, you know, and but yeah. the, the reality of life is that like your life is in cycles and you, you all at some point you have to be a beginner at something to get good at it and to to master something else, you know, like it, life is about learning and there always has to be a beginning of that learning process. And mm-hmm. I think once again, like, <laughs> I don't know why I keep going back to social media, but once again, this out, outside world that we see projected in front mm-hmm. of us in terms of social media, it can convince you nobody's a beginner. Everybody has it awesome right away because that's how it looks, right? They're and full it's of, just, They're full of shit. They're right. Yeah. Of shit. Anybody <laughs> exactly. saying that is full of shit. Exactly. <laughs> but that's why it's so important to have these conversations. And I love how you put that is that like, you're, you know, you're at the beginning of a, a, a plateau is, how did you say? It's like a plateau is signifying. It's, it's evidence of, it, so you're in progress, basically. Yes, you're mm-hmm. in progress. Right. It's in, it's in the PDF. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's proof of progress, right? Yes. It's mm. evidence of evolution, right? That's mm. the like cutesy little like phrase of saying it. It helps me remember it that way. Right? Proof of progress, so, evidence of evolution. Of evolution. So Absolutely. you need to, it's almost like, we need to even then reframe. You're not at the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you're not just born. Yeah. Right. When I had that near, yeah, I definitely felt like I was reborn. I definitely felt like I was at the bottom. I had to relearn how to even just interact with people. Cause I could feel their energy more than I heard their physical words. Yeah. Mm. That's incredibly uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> felt oh. very disempowered. And yet I was learning how to tap into the subtle energies of people. I was learning a different skill, learning how to master the skill. If you can remember that like, you're not at the bottom, you're learning next level mastery. You're deepening that neural pathway. You're running the line again Mm -hmm. so that then you can really perfect. There's no perfection, right? But let's just call it master. You're really mastering (laughs) those levels. And again, if growth is the goal, then you're always growing. You're not at the bottom. You're just, there's always more information. I will constantly put myself in like, um, it does feel, we, we need to remember that vulnerability doesn't mean weakness, right? And putting yourself as like a student and putting yourself almost in like this young, like whenever I want to learn something, I'll like access the part of myself. I do a lot of, um, uh, creating and remembering and kind of identifying all the different versions of us. We have all these different parts, right? So there's part of Sarah that needs to like slay, right? Mm-hmm. And she's not being vulnerable. She's not being emotional. She's just like getting shit done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then there's part of Sarah where she's more like, okay, well, like, am I good enough? Am I, you know, like the, the victimized conversation of Sarah. So you have all these different parts of you. And if you can recognize who is speaking, One of the things that I love doing with clients is naming all of them, okay? It might make you feel a little bit schizophrenic, no disrespect to the actual disorder, okay? But like, name who they are. And so what part of you then, where's the call upon the name of you that is that, um, that inner child, 
Right. So what I was really wanting to say is like, whenever I'm learning something, like I'll call upon the part of me that is like that little Sarah that gets really excited about learning something that can be like, okay, this is an adventure. They're like, I don't know anything. Like that moment that like you were so fascinated by life when we were little kids and everything was so cool to learn new things. Wasn't, it wasn't vulnerable that made us feel weak. It was adventurous and exciting. And it was like, Oh, cool. What's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if it's in respect or response to, you know, what somebody else is doing or where somebody else's level of mastery, let's say is. Okay. That was a big conversation this week was the whole comparison game. Anybody who gets in a comparison game, if you're comparing yourself with me, with you guys, with the person that's in the chat next to you, with your best friend, you're not playing a big enough comparison game. And what I mean by that is if you don't compare yourself to the fucking sister next to you, you collaborate with her. You got access to her. You build, you co-create with her because you have access to her. Let the person that you're comparing yourself to be somebody you don't have access to, somebody who's done way more than you, way bigger than you. That's where your comparison game should be. Collaborate with the people who you have access to, compare yourself to the people you don't have access to. That's the, that's the like bigger vision of who you want to step into. Mm-hmm. So the more that we're doing this whole competition comparison, if it's somebody who you got access to, you're not playing a big enough comparison game. Like compare yourself with somebody fucking bigger. <laughs> I love that. Let wow. the people who are closest to you, let them be your teachers. Let them guide you. Let them get you to that level. But don't set your role model to be the person next to you. Learn from them. Collaborate with them. Be taught by them. Co-create with them. But let your role model be somebody higher. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. It does. It does. I think it's a really fresh take on that. And yeah, for sure. It it all resonates. I I think this has been truly such an amazing, amazing interview. Sarah, you have so much. Like you are a spiritual badass. 100% lived up to the name. Um, and I appreciate that. And I'm sure everybody listening right now is like, oh my God, I, I, I need to stay connected with this woman. So where Thank can you. people connect with you, work with you? How can they get in touch with you? Do the gram. I love, I love seeing people's like, not for the fakeness that we put on our profiles, but like, I want to connect with people. I want to at least like see your face. I really like you know, as much as we can with people all over the world. Right. So, um, follow me on Instagram for short, send me a DM. Like if you were listening to this, be like, Oh my God, like I was part of like with you and Ambrosia and Alexa and like, whatever, just send me a DM there. Um, but then also go download the how to stop stumbling your stilettos. You know, it's really, it is for those like badass boss babes that really want to create like an empire. Um, and at the same time, like, even if that's not your goal and you feel like you're a little bit stuck, you're still going to get value out of it, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. Thank you. And do you want to put in the chat or, we'll I mean, put- it's just my first and last name without the, um, initial. Oh yeah. 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 Say your username now and we'll put it in the show notes when, when this episode comes out on the audio too. Yeah, cool. It's just Sarah Delane without the apostrophe, but um, Sarah is S-E-R-A-H and then D-L-A-I-N-E. Sometimes it auto-corrects. 
the other, the other way, the other way. <laughs> yeah, I think I tried to put your name in my calendar like many, many times and it would not let me. And I was like, damn it. Um, well, thank you so much, Sarah, for being here. Everybody go follow Sarah on Instagram. We'll put the link in the show notes. Make sure you stay connected with her. Um, and you ladies are... Thank you so much for being here. Truly, I love everything that you share and you are such a powerhouse woman. So truly, thank you for sharing your gift with us tonight. I was so excited to be here and I love hearing. We're going to hang out more on Clubhouse. Um, But I always love all the wisdom and you just, oh my God, both of you ladies. I'm just, um, I'm honored and I'm grateful. And and hopefully even a tiny bit of what I said today can, can help somebody listening, whoever that was for. I just, it's my highest intention that that can be for your greatest good for today, whatever it is of inspiration. Mm-hmm. So thank you for giving me the opportunity. It's my pleasure. I've only had two cups of coffee today. So <laughs> <laughs> I love awesome. it. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for watching and interacting on Facebook. Uh, thank you to our listeners. We love you. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 